All right, we're going to sing, and then I'm going to meet y'all in the back. We're going to hug. I'm standing stand until the last person is gone. Do you hear me? All right. All right. Wait a minute. Okay, let's go. Songs of the tongue. Y'all something else. <laughs> Sing, I'm free to lift my hands and worship. Lord, I'm free. Lord, I'm free. Free to dance and sing. Free to lift my hands and worship. Lord, I'm free. Lord, I'm free. Said I'm free to dance.
gentlemen so much happy to meet you once again this evening thank you for joining mr oj28 i don't though i don't know the name <laughs> but i can just depend on uh, on just uh, the what uh, the, 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 the name that you've used there but we thank god for this evening really such a wonderful evening and uh, god is really great yes samuel thank you so much sam I got bless you so much for that wonderful love that you've shown the ministry to be online and uh I take this opportunity to appreciate the living God for the gift of life that he has given to us for the wonderful time that we've been having since we began it. One thing that I've come to realize is that we've been really uh first of all we've been having a very very big discussion in a chat on WhatsApp and we've come to discover so many things in life and we are talking about the word luck. And this luck whereby everyone says we have luck, we are lacking this, we are lacking the other. But through the discussion and sharing of different uh knowledge and points We have come to discover that people we are just not contented just a mere being breathing still on this earth is such a very very great provision that God has given to us and that's what we call providence all that is dwelling in providence that God is capable of keeping us every day and every time every day and every time we appreciate God for that if we are still living and we are not in graves we have reached on an extent of discovering that even if we are in a grave again we have hope and this hope comes from the promises that Jesus Christ gave to us and one of the promises that Jesus Christ gave to us it was that I'm coming back for you I'll raise you again and you shall put on the new bodies and you're going to inherit the God's kingdom that is the eternal life so when you look into all that there is no way where we can find the word luck and of course we have come to understand that luck does not is not supposed to be seen in a perspective of uh physical things or the physical needs food water uh dressing up or what to dress up because the bible tells us and we have been reminded in the bible that the bible tells us that we should not get worried even the bible tells us we should not get worried about what we shall eat what we shall drink what we shall put on because god is already in control to take care of such so that's what he was trying to say that's what we have we have been trying to discuss in our group and of course the discussion is still going on and uh, i know so we've come here to make what we call an introduction about the church life topic and i believe by the grace of god we are going to run through different episodes we are going to run through different uh, series different people and uh, they are going to be discussing their perspectives their perception towards this and of course when we talk about church life it's a very very big topic 
but it is subdivided because as a church has departments as a church has a lot of things that always uh, going on in it so we can try to tackle different areas in life and we come up with what you call um, a joint understanding and of course we are going to we are going we, we are guided by the scriptures and whatever the scriptures are speaking it's already god himself because they were guided by the holy spirit to be written and for the purpose of guiding humanity in this world therefore another observation is that we should not always take luck as a physical thing but we should take luck as something spiritual it is a spiritual thing that is happening or that is out to everyone most of times that you always lack what we call knowledge, wisdom and understanding. The reason as to why we held these podcasts, the reason as to why churches are established, the reason as to why Bible studies are established, the reason as to why we have all kinds of conversions, kinds of fellowships, it's because we are looking there is something that we are lacking. There is something that we are lacking and we need satisfaction from it. And that is the word of God. So the lack that we can talk about as humanity on this planet earth is all about the word of God. Understanding. Where do we get it? We get it in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 3. That what is acceptable and desired by God is his desire that he loves every human he loves everybody to be saved and coming to the knowledge of truth i would like you to always put a dash or you underline the word knowledge that's what we lack of us in this world that's what we lack and if at all we can have that then we shall be contented so when we learn the word of God, we become contented. And there is something I wanted to get for you here that, uh, uh, that was outstanding uh, about the discussion. Um, I tried to summarize it in this way, that this means we are encouraged to grow spiritually and the process of knowing and acquiring knowledge can be termed as luck. Because you cannot look for what you have. You cannot yearn for what you have. And you cannot desire for what you want. We always desire for what we don't have. We always yearn for what we don't have. We always look for what we don't have so that we can get it. So we are in lack of really fully knowledge of God. And sometimes we, are neglect we, are, we have neglected the word of God. We don't read the word of God. That's why we face that. And the more we converge, the more we go for fellowships. That's when we grow. That's when we get to understand, discovering different things with people that have already experienced certain kind of lives. And of course, even as the kinds of lives that we have experienced, we have become the models, the low models, the rest of people that so many people learn from us. So many people learn from really what we pass through, what we share. And of course, all these things, when they are guided in God's word, that's when we grow and we become really bigger and bigger in the spirit. And our growth in the spirit, our acquisition for God's knowledge, that's what we call the process of lack, that we are lacking. 
but when we take over so the process of looking for or the process of acquiring for or the process of seeking for God is or the process of seeking for God is wisdom knowledge understanding through fellowships through conversions through church meetings through uh, uh, different seminars and conferences it's because that process is called luck so to be contented we have to be fully advanced and knowledgeable in God's word and that's what we call contentment that when we get to understand God's word we receive contentment and we rest the kind of life that we've been living and if we feel like <laughs> we are not yet there because the word of God uh, sometimes for instance we are passing through a different situation and you didn't know what really what you're going to do you didn't know what really to do you didn't know how to make it you didn't know how to pass through the situation but guess what after reading God's word you're going to be contented after reading God's word you're going to feel relieved you're going to feel encouraged because of God's word you're going to feel encouraged i don't know whether we can try to understand this that contentment comes after when we have acquired God's knowledge because if you didn't know that God is the provider of everything you were not stable and you could not even settle because you you, you used to be worried always you think that you have no opportunity another thing that we can talk about is that uh, think of a situation whereby you feel like you have no um, you have no way forward you had no hope that's the first thing you have no hope that you have life after death but when Christ came gave you hope and he said that once you believe in him you shall not perish but have eternal life that's what we talk about now where can that where can that comes from oh how can someone believe in that unless when he has read through God's word the bible continues to remind us that how will they understand when they are not told how will they hear when they have not heard from anyone talking about anything of that thing In other words, spreading Christ, spreading the gospel, we are giving people hope. We are giving people knowledge. Hey guys, you didn't know about this? This is what is going on. And through that people get contented. Why? It's because they have received the word of God as encouragement in their lives. And that's what you call the process of overcoming lack in your life, the spiritual lack in your life. The situation that you're passing through right now. you seeing it in that way just because that you haven't yet known that really God is in control of everything not until someone is going to come out and show you that not until you open up that bible you read and you get to know really what it means by having Christ by you having believed in Christ Jesus So lack can be overcome through the studying of God's word hence we receive what we call contentment in Christ Jesus that even if you don't have very many properties in life 
of course i know if you are, all of us we desire to be uh, rich people we desire to have a lot of money we desire to have cars we desire to have all luxurious things but there is a time there is a moment there is a degree or there is a stage that a christian feels contented for who or she is because of after reading god's word just be, just reading god's word and a person gets communicated to you know when you haven't yet known something you are really ignorant to that something not until you are told about its importance its advantages and disadvantages its implications and consequences but if you are not told how will you know how will you believe in it how will you take it and how will you handle it in life when you don't have knowledge about it so the lack is not described or observed in the sense of physical needs but lack is observed in the sense of spiritual requirement and that is knowledge about god's word that is knowledge about god's word and this wisdom is provided by god we are given all the resources to acquire this message to acquire this information to get to understand this we have all the resources we have the guide and that is the bible therefore if we don't take time to read god's word we are not going to make it okay as i'm taking on this we talk about the church life it's this is just an introductory part or the general description of really what we are discussing as a bigger topic um as we are starting so i had to come in and give the glimpse about it and then we start the episodes and series about this topic let me just give a, a general description that of course that what we need to know church life was not designed to be comfortable some people think that church is something where you come and everything is going to be just on a silver plate my dear a church is an hospital all that comes to that church all that all people that joins us in this same family they come with different complications problems situations and they, they come having different burdens and of course they are looking for rest they are looking for someone to help them to give them hope to encourage them to exhort them to admonish them and of course that is an automatic understanding that it is a hospital you have to expect a lot of things happening in it what is the church that's what you have to ask yourselves it's a chosen gathering of unfinished people as i've told you still grappling with the selfishness of sin and the seduction of temptation living in a fallen world where there is deception and dysfunction all around there is nothing comfortable easy in this pain that is the church there is nothing comfortable so when people come they come with different burdens all of us we came 
having a lot of things in our lives. We come with our con code of conduct, we come with our behaviors, we come with our perspectives and perceptions. So it is a process. Church is a process that helps us to change and get transformed because it involves a lot of knowledge and wisdom that God has put as a guidance to know him. All people that we find in church and those that have come from the world and they have crossed to Christ Jesus, this is now the congregation, the gathering, where a meeting is held and you get to really know how are we going to handle life according to biblical sense or according to biblical view. We have a manual that always we follow and that is the Bible. So we get to understand God likes, God loves this, God does not love this. God likes this, God does not like this. This is okay with this, this is not okay with this. We have do's and don'ts. And that's where everything is happens. We come with our selfishness of sin. Because this, a, this, a sin gave us its fruits, gave us its perspective. And that's the way how we used to move. That's the way how we used to conduct ourselves. That's the way how we used to handle things in life. But we come, when we come to church, things changes. And it's not the way how it used to be. The Bible tells you you can no longer now steal. You can no longer now fornicate. You can no longer now commit adultery. You have to be holy. You have to be righteous. You have... So those are the new now invasions. New guidelines. New instructions. A sin used to give you instructions of going and you sleep with the prostitutes. Going and do all different kind of things. And so you know all those kind of things in life that we used to do. Drug addiction, practicing what, violence, rape, defilement. There are so many things that always we do when we are in the world. Now once we get the opportunity and we receive the first sight impression and information and that is that Christ Jesus died for us that he wants us to be saved and we are preached to, we are told through his servants and messengers, the ambassadors, those are the preachers, the evangelists the, the, that, that goes and preach the gospel over the world under the commandment or the commissioning that he gave to us all in Matthew 28, 19 up to 20. That's when now we come to realize that that first impression attracts us and brings us to Christ after reaching in this family, that's when now we get to be transformed because transformation is a process coming out from fornication to righteousness and holiness, coming out from adultery. You're living a life of polygamy. Now you are joining a life of monogamy. All that, <laughs> you see, you used to practice a, a polygamy marriage. Now you are, you are now you are advanced to a monogamy marriage because that's what the Bible dictates. That's what the Bible locates. So 
you're coming from the old nature you are now putting on new nature of Christ Jesus that now this is a new life a way of behavior a way of conduct a way of communication that even when you are going to God's presence you have to change the way of dressing of dressing you used to dress anyhowly you used to walk anyhowly you used to talk anyhowly you used to do everything according to your will according to what the sin had taught you but now Christ has brought new instructions through his word and that is the bible that no don't put on mini skirt when you're going to church don't put on this when you're going to this don't do this don't do this do this don't do this do this so there are don'ts and do's and that's what we call a new life in a church that's what we call church in life life in church things changes from what you used to do where you used to be that's why sometimes we sing a, we, we, we we used to sing a song that um that I won't turn back I won't turn back to the ways I used to be and now that you have come into God's presence and coming in God's presence that now there is no more returning no more return it's now a settlement a permanent settlement in Christ Jesus to eternity ladies and gentlemen Oh this we need to really um look into it deception deceiveness lies that's what the world had taught us that's what the world has taught us but again we are told that even if we come to this same family because we are coming from those backgrounds does not mean that you're going to find a comfortable zone it is not easy it involves some pain because of that process when people are getting transformed it's always very hard to have a smooth walk over there is always scandals there are always chaos conflicts are happening what does james reminds us James reminds us that where does wars come from? And he tells us that does don't those wars comes from your desires, your hearts. That because you desire and you do not get. Because whatever that you're desiring it's all about fulfilling your lack with that we think of maybe the the physical things but our hearts are very far from really what we are supposed to focus on and that is Christ Jesus everything happened in the old testament they were pointing us to Christ Jesus showing us the one to come and when he came we shifted our eyes we are looking at Christ the finisher and the starter of everything he's capable and able and worthy to fulfill whatever that is needed and required in our lives. We should never give up, but what we need to do is always to remember 
the church is not just a comfortable zone. However, the more people grow, the more comfortability built in. So life is found in Christ Jesus. We can only have peace when we have trusted Christ. Because even in church, it is very easy people to get stranded, people to get pissed off, people to quarrel, people to conflict. I remember when Paul used to write letters to the Church of Corinthians, it was, it was one of the churches in the entire world, even in the history of the Bible, that a church was confused, the church that had conflicts and so on. But Paul used to encourage them and used to write for them. What really brought that courage and comfortability in the Corinthian church? It was the word of God, which was written by Paul in a format of inspiration and through the, the medium of a letter, it was sent to Corinthians and these people read it and got to understand what really God was what was God's intention through Paul's writing. And these things are still guiding us. Look at your church, look at your fellowship place, look at your fellowship members, your members in the fellowship. All those scandals are still moving on. But what always brings us together and solves the conflicts amongst us, it's God's word. That's why wherever we converge as Christians, we open up the Bible as a medium of communication, as a reference place, and really we get the solutions for all the questions we might be having in life. And maybe last that I can talk about is all about that church life was not designed to be comfortable. Now, another observation is that God puts broken people next to broken people including leaders not so they would be comfortable with one another but so they would function as agents of transformation in the lives of one another that's what i've been talking about in the lives of one another that's what really it means it's a very very big Thing. Now, some people, of course, always they had the thinking that ah, as long as I'm in church, everything is going to be fine. People are always against the church. Why the church? How can someone sleep with a girl yet is in the church? We thought someone is born again. We thought someone is a Christian. Yes, someone is a Christian. But that happened. <laughs> Does not, it does not mean that those things cannot happen because even a church itself, because we as people, we are the ones that makes a church. That's why it can happen. It can happen. It's not a comfortable zone. I hope you ever heard about all those complaints. How comes that a minister have done this and this? How comes a pastor, a pastor that has done this and this? Yes, it is possible it can happen. 
But what do we need exactly? What do we need to focus on that is going to lead to help us to stay in the contentment as Christians? It's all about understanding that our guide is Christ Jesus. Our guide is Christ Jesus. So, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to let you know all of us are not holy. All of us are not righteous. But we are perfected in Christ Jesus. When God looks at us, he sees the blood that Christ has shed at the cross. All things that are happening in a church, everything that is going on in a church, that is whose responsibility. It is our responsibility for us to change. Accept Christ to transform us. Let us allow the Bible to guide us. The things of saying that it's my right, it's my right, it's my right, sometimes we go beyond it's my right. And when it comes to rights, some people interpret rights wrongly. And we end up going beyond. And we end up sometimes don't want to be guided by God's word. Yet we have to be guided by God's word. Once you wake up in the morning and you neglect God's word, that is the time that you're going to really lead your life to another way. Because God's word always reminds us, it's a reference, it's an encouragement to everyone all the time. As Christians, it's such an opportunity and such a blessing to have such. The church is not a comfortable zone. It's not just comfortable. It's not easy. It's not easy. So, it's God that always helps us. Do we need transformation? Let us accept to be guided by the by God's word. Do we need to change? Do we really need this eternal life? Let's accept to be under God's control and his ultimate um, organization. The leaders we have, they are not so much perfect. They are not perfect. They are not. Don't think that for them they are so perfect. Therefore, you don't expect them to do any mistake. Of course, they have to be little models. But again, sometimes it happens. And God knows their lives, but they are there to lead us rightly. Leaders are there to show us the right way. They are there to guide us because God has placed them before us as little models, as examples, and as his agents. And I love that statement that these, that, that, that these leaders they are there to function as agents of transformation in our lives. And this happens to one another. This happens to one another. Not just to some. The only thing, sometimes we've, that's why I've talked about the church that's not just a walkover and a comfortable zone because all these things keep on happening whereby people promote favoritism, people promote discrimination, people promote something else, 
uh, out of God's plan or out of God's intention. Therefore, we need to understand all this. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me so that we can enter into prayer in Jesus' name. Let's enter into prayer. You can post your prayer request and uh, I can really join together with you and we pray this night. God's grace and by his power. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your grace and mercy. This is the high time that you've given to us. Father, we take this opportunity to present ourselves before you. Our brothers and sisters, our families, our marriages, husbands and wives, I need of you. Father, we pray and we dedicate and we declare that you are our Father. We want to continue to put our trust in you, knowing that you are the ultimate provider, everything that there's nothing in this world that we can do without you. There's nothing in this world that we can do without your Holy Spirit. We humble ourselves. We believe in you. We want to follow you. We want to know you, mocking of glory. That is the lack that we are talking about. The wisdom from you, it's what we lack. The knowledge from you, it's what we lacking of glory. As we are reading God's your word, Father, may you always encourage us and give us understanding to really what you meant, to really what you wanted, what you required, what you really need and the desire in our lives to happen. Let your will be done in our lives always. We want to humble ourselves, believing that, Father, with you everything is possible. With you as a church, we can grow and be transformed. That with you, leaders, the spiritual leaders, our the church leaders, pastors, teachers of your word, um, uh, missionaries, evangelists, preachers, that they can come to understand, that they can reach to the extent of knowing that, Father, you are the ultimate control and provider of everything. We trust you with our lives. We trust you with everything. We have looked into our lives that even the moments where we see that as if we are in luck, it has been always physical. It has been always on our desires, the properties that we look at in this world, the desires of the luxurious things that we look at in this world. Of course, we need them, Father. But you encouraged us and you assured us that once we shall look and seek for your kingdom, the rose of the rest shall fall us. I wonder that Father King of Glory, most of times even we forget that your word and your instruction 
is that we have to seek for your kingdom and the rest shall be um, added on us. It means there is a lack for God's wisdom. There is a lack for God's knowledge. Father, we pray that may you teach us, may you guide us, may you train us. You've put leaders before us to be our guide, to be our, to be your agents to, to ask of God Father. They are your ambassadors. Father, we pray that you continue to use them in strength and power. You use them, Father King of Glory, as they are preaching the gospel, as they are preaching God's word, as they are spreading the gospel over the world, the King of God, that always you be with them, you guide them, you lead them, you allocate them, you plan for them, because you say that you have good plans for us, King of Glory. Jesus, a lot of diversion and perversions of, your, of, the, of God's word. People are being deceived. People are being lied to. People are being confused. People are being perplexed. But we pray that, Father, by your power, by your grace, and by your mighty, we can make it. We pray for your guidance that even those that are trying to pervert, they will come to understand that you are the true God and the Lord that are supposed to be believed in for the eternal life. We thank you for the hope that you gave us, that we are to inherit the eternal life, those that are believing in you. We pray that may you forgive for whichever sin that we've committed, for whichever wrong that we've done before you. A lot of things are happening in our lives, fornication, adultery, defilement, rape, drug, drug, drug abuse, prostitution, and so many other evils that always we do. Our hearts have desired to kill. Our hearts have desired to lie. Our hearts have decided to do things which are hectic and nasty. Father, we pray that may you forgive us. Look into our hearts. May you light a torch in our hearts and change and transform us. We know that we are not right for real. We are not even perfect before you. But we pray, Father, King of glory, by your blood, Father, King of glory, we are cleansed. We are cleansed. We are made pure. We are made right. We are made right and clean. We are made white. That beneath our sins shall be red like a skyed cross. You shall turn them as white as snow. As long as Father King of God, we have realized our mistakes and have come before you to repent. You call us back always. That is the grace and mercy that always you show us. And you tell us that please come back to me. But always we tend to run away. Father, may you forgive us. We learn not to run away. Even though we find ourselves in the mistakes. Even though we find ourselves that we have fallen from your love, from your grace. The Bible tells, says that who shall separate us from your love? Who can do that? Who can do that? No one. Father, we pray that may you strengthen us in your love and your grace. Help us to continue understanding who we are in you. Help us to understand what really you did at the cross for our sake. For the blood you shed. For the, for the, for, for, for the suffering that you passed through. For the grave that you visited to prove to the devil that you are the owner of everything. And the master and the king of everything. Whom shall we fear? Where shall we go? 
Where shall we run? Whom shall we learn to? Father, we pray that may you continue to help us and lead us in the right ways. We want to follow your steps. We want to follow your steps. We want to pass through your guidelines. Teach us your ways, Lord. Teach us your ways, King of Kings. Father, we continue to remember that hell, any human to go to hell, it's a choice. But you never prepared hell for humans. But for the devil and those that decide to reside with the devil are the ones that will be destroyed with him. Father, we pray that may you continue to let the entire nations, the entire world to know your word because that's the source of wisdom, that's the source of healing, that's the source of deliverance, that's the source of transformation, that's the source of change in our lives. Families have broken up. Marriages have broken up. My Father, we pray. May you mend them again. The Holy Spirit is upon us. The Bible says that you have come to heal and to mend the broken hearted. Father, we pray that may you mend those that are heartbroken. May you mend those that are feeling broken in their hearts. May you mend those that are feel really left behind, discouraged, discriminated, undermined, rejected, and abandoned. That you are the father of fatherless. That even those that lost their parents, that you're still a good father to them, and you are the best father. We pray for people who are in different camps. They are in those camps due to to various factors. Others faced the problems of volcanic eruptions and they decided to settle in those different places. Others, they have just affected it from wars. Others affected it from different conflicts. Father, we pray that may you continue to let this people to understand that you are the God of the provider of everything. And we pray for them that, Father, may you guide them, provide to them, help them. Father, King of glory, the master of providence, may you provide for them, King of glory. By your grace, by your mercy, by your love, by your power, we believe in you, we believe in you, that you can help all of those. The marriages that I was about to break up, Father, may you bring a resolution. May you bring a solution because you are the solution to those marriages. You are the solution to those marriages. You are the solution to those families that are separated, the extended ones, the nuclear-owned families. Some of us, we are products of, of extended families. Father, we pray that you bring unity because people are scattered. People are having envy. People are having all kinds of evils. They are angry. They are so angry against each other. They are so envious against each other. They are so jealous against each other. But we pray that for the King of glory, may you help. May you really help. 
and unite these families. Father, we entrust you with our lives, with everything. As a church, we have come together to continue understand and gathering knowledge and information to know to know how to conduct ourselves, to know how to run our, our, our lives, to know how to walk with you in this life. And we are the church. We are the generation of this time to proclaim your word, to proclaim your name, to worship you, to glorify you, to praise you, to magnify you, to give you praise. Father, we pray for the prisoners. We pray for those that are in prisons. Some are innocent indeed, and you know, Father. But as you say, everything has a purpose as to why it has happened. You hold all the plants. You own all the plants. You sustain in all plants. You sustain in all plants, dreams and visions. You alter the visions and the dreams to come true. We pray for those prisoners, those that are innocent and those that are guilty. That, Father, may you continue to convict the sin in their hearts. And we pray for them for transformation and change in any area that you wanted them to change or to be transformed. We pray for those who are in hospitals. Their legs are lifted up. Others are heading for operations. Others are heading for surgery. Others are heading for operations of cancer, operations of different kinds of diseases. Father, you are merciful God. You are glorious God. We believe, Father, and we entrust you with them that you know. And we believe that you know whatever that they are passing through. Let it know, Father. May you help them to get to know that what really you want them to know. Let them know that you are the God. Regardless of any situation. There are those who are discouraged. There are those who are so down. There are those that are really, they don't know what to do. Father, let them know that you are the God. And you are aware of everything. There are those that are passing through different kinds of situations and circumstances, problems. There are those that are challenged in one way or the other, in all different aspects of life. Father, let them know. Let us know that you are the God who is aware of everything. And we believe in you and we want to put our trust in you so that we walk according to your will. Let your will prevail in our lives. Never let us to go astray, but always guide us to the right ways. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thou be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. For that is the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours forever and ever. Amen and amen. You are 
Thank you so much uh, this evening, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. And uh, really, that's what we have discussed. We are going to have so many, many, many series and episodes about this, and we shall continue always to learn and get to understand what really church life is. And different uh, guests are going to be coming in to discuss in different aspects of church life. And... Uh, that one it will help us to learn and continue to understand who are you as a church you are a body of christ you are really a body of christ and there is a reason as to why god made it in that way and one of the things that we need have to realize that it's very important as a church to be together to be in unity because it helps us to grow and be transformed through god's word tonight I'm so happy to have uh, communicated to you and I pray that we shall continue to be in touch. Tomorrow at exactly 9 a.m. in the morning, we shall have uh, a, a guest and she's going to be talking about the same topic and that is Sarah Dickens from USA and she will be communicating to us due to the time, uh, time, time, time frame. That's why she will be able to... But these episodes you shall find them on our website that is heart of www.heartofworship.com and you find them there or you can just find um you can just find what you call um uh you can you can just follow the link that always i send by the grace of god and can get me out yes someone is asking me where are you where are you from yes i'm from uganda Uganda is my country, it's where I live, I live, and I'm a citizen of Uganda. That's where I am I right now, uh, by God's grace, and apparently. So, unless if you can tell me, where do you live also? <laughs> yeah, and please feel free, if you want to talk to me, uh, feel free. This is uh, in just a few minutes that are remaining. Always we have what we call uh, a conversion. You may have a question. You may want to say something. Please, when you look on your interface on this podcast, there is what we call H1 call in, H2 call in. So please, you tap on one. I will let you in and then you speak to me. You may ask a question. You may want to maybe send greetings to someone. You may want maybe to say something. Yes, feel free to touch on those calls and get connected. I'll be already receiving you here. You'll be live. And I will be listening to you. Yes, I'm, sh- I'm really very, very happy to see you uh, from Australia. If you ma- if you if you'd like, please, you can drop uh, your number on, on, the, on the commentary section there, please. Uh, my friend from Australia, feel free. You can uh, drop your number. You can put your number in the comment section. I will be in a connection with you, and we keep on uh, really, really, really uh, getting to know one or another. 
if at all you're okay with it, uh, my friend from Australia, you can drop your number or your email where we can get you and we can stay in touch by God's grace. Yes, Pastor Quest, thank you so much for joining right now that you've come when we are winding up, but you're most welcome. May God bless you so much. I want to thank... Um, I want to thank Eleanor Pamela. Thank you so much for joining tonight. May God bless you so much. Prophet Emma Charity, thank you so much also. Uh, yeah, don't know Prophet Emma that I've talked about. Ob, Amening. Eh? Okay, Amening. Yes, thank you so much also. Of course, OJ28. <laughs> yes, big up my friend. Big up, my friend. You're really a very, very good person. Always on and <laughs> following. Uh, but we thank God for his mercy uh, and his grace. Thank you so much for the email. I will, I will try to reach you out. And we continue to uh, discuss more by God's grace. Hope Australia is very good. It's awesome. And please, you send greetings to them. And invite even your friends and tell them that we are here really. We are here always learning God's word and praying to God for the transformation of our lives. May God bless you so much. Let's meet tomorrow with uh, with uh, Dickens, Sarah Dickens from USA. And then at night, we shall meet again. Thank you so much. Every day we are here at 9 p.m. May God bless you. By tomorrow we shall have this podcast. Uh, we shall have the first podcast in the morning at 9 a.m. Because of the time frame that this is Uganda, Africa, and she lives in America, of which it's a different time frame. That's why in Uganda it will be 9 a.m. in the morning, and at her place it will be in the evening. But again, in the evening in Uganda we shall have our podcast like today. Like right now, which is 9 p.m. to 10 p.m., the normal podcast, but on the same topics, all the same topic. May God bless you. Have a good night in Jesus' name.